Explore your thoughts. Learn what you think you already know. We're taking you on a journey to the other side. Welcome again, everyone, to another edition of The Other Side. With me today, I have a special guest. His name is Mr. Jay Caligari. He's a former chief of police in Plosheville. He's a retired game warden. He's an undergrad in criminal justice at LSUA. He has a master's in criminal justice and public administration leadership from McNeese and a PhD in criminal justice and public administration leadership from Liberty University. He is currently a newly elected school board member from District 5 in Avalos Parish, and he is uh, currently an, an instructor. Where did you? I'm an instructor at LSUA, and I'm also an instructor, instructor at Southern New Hampshire University. And he's also the co-founder of the Facebook page you may have been seeing, We the People of Avalos Parish. So welcome, Jay. Nice to have you on. Thank you, Lance. I appreciate it. We're hoping to, I've been getting questions about the, uh, the petition that's going on around Avalos Parish, about trying to start a new system of government. And, um, and like I tell people, I don't want to go from something bad to something worse. So uh, um, I come to you with as a unobjective, I have you know, no opinion on it. I just want to get the information out to the Avalos Parish, and including for myself as well. So... Briefly, in a nutshell, you and I were talking earlier on the phone, and uh, you were explaining sort of the history of the police jury and how it was set up, where the system of government we have now versus where we would be going to. Could you briefly touch on that? Um, so to fully understand this, you really need a background in civics, high school civics. When, when we talk about uh, the separation of powers, uh, in high school civics and when we talk about the legislative and executive branches of government and the way our government is formed and the way democracy works. Now that's the complicated side of it. The easier side of it has to do with the system that we have in place now, which is a police jury system, which was put into place 211 years ago. Uh, this is before we had roads, before we had trash pickup, before we had government grants. It's before we had an $11 million budget uh, to spend in the parish. It was originally only designed for tax collection and distribution to give it to the courts and the sheriff, uh, which worked great back then. The police jurors were elected, and they would show up for a meeting once a month, and they would disperse this money that was collected in taxes, and that's all they really had to do. When you fast forward uh, 150 years from there, in 1974 or 76, Louisiana passed a constitutional amendment which allowed parishes to form home rule charters. They did this because they realized that a new system was needed in many areas to cover some of these nuances that, that came with time. Uh, your roads and your trash and your drainage and all these issues that they didn't have when the police jury system was made. So they put this in the Louisiana Constitution to allow parishes to decide if they want to switch to that. Uh, to date, 26 parishes have switched to some form of home rule charter. Uh, and the other 30-something, I think 36, are still remain in the police jury system. And that may serve some of them well. Um, the 26 that have changed over have been moderately successful, some of them very successful in growth, economic growth. 
and um, things of that nature. Our two neighbors, St. Landry and Point Capi, have switched to a home rule charter system. So that's a little background of it. Now let me try and explain what the petition is. Because when you, when you called me, you originally asked, what's this petition that's for? That's right. All this petition does is we need 10% of the voters to sign it in the parish, which comes out to about 2,500 people. What that does is it forces the police jury to allow a committee to be formed. And the way that committee's formed is in different ways. What this committee does is it meets for 9 to 18 months, and it goes through a template, and it writes a charter that's fitting to a Voiles Parish. So in a Voiles, in Baton Rouge Parish, they may pay their parish president $150,000. In a Voiles Parish, that certainly would not be true, I wouldn't think. Um, so you can form fit it each part of the charter that you write, you can you can tailor it to your parish, which is what we are asking to be done. Now, once that charter is written in that nine to 18 months by the citizens of the parish, we can look at that charter. It'll be, uh, it'll be put out in the paper. It'll be put out online. And there'll be plenty of time for everybody to look at it and read it and debate its merits. Once it's debated with a sufficient amount of time, it'll be put on the ballot for the voters to decide if they want to pass it and change the way we locally govern in a Vols Parish. If changed, if they vote for it, over 50% vote for this change, it doesn't take effect until the next election cycle. So your police jurors you have now would continue until they, till the end of their term. And then they could run again for their own spots. It just wouldn't be called a pol the police jury. It'd be called the parish council. Right. So when you say we the people would be writing the new charter, who would be in charge of putting this group of people together, who, who would be writing it, and who would be in charge of assembling that committee? Good question, Lance. Um, typically, when uh, the police jury in a parish sees that there's a group of people that want this to happen, they will take it upon themselves to get it written just to have a decision made. So they, they can appoint commissioners, uh, 7 to 11 commissioners on a, on a group, and they will take it upon themselves to write the charter. Now, if we go to the point where we have to get all these signatures and that has to get certified and it goes, uh, basically they're forced to put it on the ballot, then the way that's chosen is by ballot. So we'll have names put on the ballot to vote for to put on the commission. And typically these people are going to be, they're going to be farmers, they're going to be engineers, they're going to be uh, PhDs, they're going to be maybe a lawyer, there's going to be... Uh, community leaders, maybe maybe even current mayors and things like that would be on this commission to decide what's best for the parish when they're writing this charter. So whenever the charter, so again, let's go back to uh, if the petition, there's enough petitions, who do you initially, who do you bring that to? We Is bring it? that to the clerk of court. To the, the clerk, clerk of court. court would certify it, in other words, or, or give it to the registrar of voters to certify okay. it, where they would look at each name. And uh, I have a petition right here. When you when, when the people sign it, they're going to sign it. They're going to print their name. They're going to put their year of birth, the date they signed, their ward and precinct, and then their address. Uh, and then there's going to be a witness that watches them sign it, and they're going to put the same date, obviously, because they're there watching them sign it. Um, <clears throat> and uh, that will go to make sure that there's no fraud involved. The, the, the registrar of voters will look at each name and verify that it is a registered voter in the parish that signed it. So what would be the next step from, from that point on? Who becomes, I guess, in charge of a, the next step? Okay. So 
let's say we have 2,500 signatures and, and we turn them in and that gets certified. That's what you're asking, right? Yes. If we do that this year in October, names could be put on the ballot. I could go, you could go, anybody could go to the police jury and say, I want my name on the ballot to be on the commission. And the way we're assuming it works is that the 11 or 7 with the highest amount of votes would be on that commission. Typically, it doesn't happen like that. Typically, the police jury appoints people to be on this commission to write it. I don't know if that's going to happen here or not. That, right. remain, that remains to be seen. Okay, so it doesn't go to like a single person in charge. At that point, it goes up to the voters for people to... So we have to elect the committee people. They, yeah. they, once they are elected, then they are the ones that are going to begin to start writing the charter. Correct. Okay, so... And basically, if I'm understanding, uh, after after that is gonna, there would be a parish president and um, like a town council, but it'd be a parish council, right. I, I guess. So, how would that make it different from what we currently have? We do have a police jury president, and then we have essentially the the councilmen. You know, we call them police jury members. So, how would that make this governing body different? And what would be the benefits? Okay. The way it would make it different is your parish president would be your executive branch and your parish council, which is now your police jury, would be your legislative branch. Just like we have in every town in America, just like we have in Congress and the president of the United States, uh, what that does is it, it not only adds some autonomy to the decisions being made, it puts one person squarely in charge. Uh, it puts it to where the, the police jury president is going to be he, he or she will be uh, put in the hot seat if a, if a very bad decision is made because they have to, they're, they're there full-time and they have to look everything over. So you're still going to have your same nine districts that you have right now, which encompasses three majority-minority districts. You're still going to have the same areas for that. The lines will be drawn the same. Um, they're going to go into their meeting just like they always do, and they're going to make their decisions. Now, once they make a decision then the president can sign it over into law or policy or rule or whatever it is, or the president can veto it, just like anywhere else. Now, when the president vetoes it, it can go back to the council, and with a two-thirds vote, they can override the veto, and it becomes law, rule, or policy. So it would be very similar to a city, the uh, mayor. Almost exactly the same. Almost exactly the same. But it could be structured different, if I'm understanding, when they write the charter. Like, what would be something different, maybe, and from one parish to the next? An example would be, would be you could change the, 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 uh, the power of the veto that the president has. You could change the, uh, the way decisions are made. You could lower the power of the president. You could raise the power of the council. You can, uh, you can make it to where uh, expenditures over a certain amount have to have council approval. And, and that's why I say it can be tailored because our parish is small. We're rural. We don't have a lot of uh, money compared to some of these other parishes. So you would, we would write that charter uh, for us, for Voiles. And right. that would be decided along the way as it's being written. And if those decisions are wrong, the people can read it and look at it and say, this is not what we want, and they vote it down. So by signing right. this petition, you're not putting anything into law. You're not enacting anything. You're just saying, I want to see what could be. Right. You could vote it down or restart. Or... Correct. And I, for one, think the people of Avalos Parish are smart enough to read this and decide if it's good for the parish or not. They can debate it on its merits. I'm not sure why the police jury won't let that happen. Uh, and, and, and let me not say that, because some of the jurors are in favor of letting the public decide whether they want a home rule charter, and some of them are not. So 
what I'm hearing is one glaring difference would be the president would be elected by the entire parish Correct. of voters as opposed to we elect our individual districts and the police jury members right now elect a president from, from there. So that would be one major difference there. The entire uh, public would be able to vote on this one position. But with the the rest of the districts, the district lines and everything, would that still be the same? All the district lines would remain the same because that has to be, uh, that would have to be, we have to be given permission from the federal government to change those. It's important to have those minority majority districts in a parish with our demographics, and we, we would keep those the same. That wouldn't, you, you couldn't change that without uh, bringing in litigation. And I, I wouldn't want to. I don't, I don't know anybody that would want to change that. that that's important to have uh, to make it fair for everybody. But yes, the president would be elected by the entire parish. So I just ran in, in a nine in a nine district uh, race in Avoyles. Uh, in every district, there's going to be about 4,200 people in the nine districts. So that's about you know, roughly under 40,000 people in the parish. So when you have that, you have about 1,800 voters on average. Of those 1,800 voters, about 1,000, 1,100 are probably going to vote because right. we, we've, seen, we've seen what voter turnout is. Mm -hmm. So for right now, for a police jury member to win, they need 550 votes in their district, and they can win. That's all they have to have. And they can become president of the police jury with 550 votes from their small one-ninth of the parish district. So when we put that into perspective of the president, the president would need uh, <clears throat> half of all the voters in Avalos Parish. 24,000 voters in Avalos Parish, yeah. 12,000 regularly vote. They need over 6,000. Mm -hmm. So whenever there's a problem, whenever there's an issue where it's uh, controversial, let's say, and it goes before the board and goes before the council— and the council makes a decision on the president when he decides whether he's going to veto it or whether he's going to he's going to sign it he has to think about everybody in the entire parish not just that one little small one ninth district with the 500 people he needs to vote for him right so if there's a drainage issue that goes from because the water doesn't know where the where the lines are between districts if there's a drainage issue and one uh one police juror wants something the other doesn't want to spend it because it's not going to affect him and and so on and so forth the president can look at that from a parish-wide aspect and make decisions based on what's best for everybody, not just their one-ninth, one small little area of the parish. And that's one of the reasons why we think this is a better way to go. And the, uh, the president, that would be a full-time job as opposed to the once a month or once a week, the, whatever the, it is? The parish president would go into work every day. Um, they would make decisions for the voters. They would, I mean, I... I I'm not running for parish president, but if I was, right. I would go sit in that permit office all the spare time I had, and I would help solve problems. If somebody came in and wanted to open a business in the oils, I would do it. had to be done in that permit office until they were able to legally start their business rather than people having to go back and forth. And that's just an example. If there was a drainage issue and you were full-time and you were there and you were – you could go to – Baton Rouge during legislature and talk to the legislators say this will affect my whole parish and I speak for my whole parish not just a few hundred people right right he speaks for the whole parish and they say well you know we're, we're Republicans or we're Democrats and we, 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 we may be running for statewide offices we need somebody we, we want the people of Avoyles we want to give them something to be on our side basically and they're not going to do that for a uh, police juror with one district they're going to do that for a parish-wide president he, he's going to have their ears when he goes asking for money and grants and projects 
another question that uh, I'm sure would be one of the first things to be asked would be money. Will there be any more taxes right out of the gates? That Do we need more tax revenues to get this kicked off, or will it operate basically as is now with the funds that are there, but it's just everything would the governing body would just be restructured? Um, the actual answer to that remains unseen because the charter has not been written. So it, that's been kind of the, the argument about this is how can we afford to pay a president that much money? And the answer is we don't know how much we're paying the president. We're going to write it up in the charter, and we're going to see how much we're paying him. Um, it could be surmised easily that the other police jurors, the nine police jurors, they make uh, 800-something dollars a month. Uh, their salaries would probably go way down. So would their responsibilities. Uh, they would get paid to go to their meetings, but their salaries would probably go way down. That's just the that's just the way it is. You would use that to help pay for the president. You could uh, you could eliminate or at least take responsibility from other positions to help pay for the president. But there would this is not uh, this does not involve proposing a tax for this. No. Uh, Jay, you mentioned earlier that uh, some police jury members were in support of it. Uh, have they come publicly with it, or is it just kind of they told you in the back? And if so, can you say who they are? I don't want to speak for them, um, but there is – so we have a core group. Myself, uh, the the uh, the chairman and vice chairman are Glenn Gudo and Jesse Lashney. I'm, I'm just part of the group, and I help speak for the group. I, I've been asked to, and uh, that's what I'm doing. Um, but uh, between myself and – the chairman and vice chairman and several of our core members, we have spoken to four members of the police jury that are in favor of letting the people decide if they want to switch to a home rule charter and having the charter written. They're not saying they're in favor of the charter. I'm not in favor of the charter. It hasn't been written yet. How could I be in favor of it or against it? I just want the right to be able to look at it, to be able to write it, have it written, and see if it's better for our parish. And four of these jurors have said that, um, Kirby Roy, who is the president of the police jury, has come out against it, and that's his, that's his right to do that. Uh, and I haven't heard from any of the other members of the police jury personally. But I'll let them come out. I know, uh, I know several of them have made public statements, either online or in the public, and I'll let them talk for themselves. I don't want to speak for anybody else. Right, absolutely. Uh, has there any, been anyone else, any uh, local politicians, um, has this been brought up to, say, our state representative or our state senator or anything? Does, okay. and, and do they have a thought on it? And, uh, and of course, you don't want to speak for them, but it, uh, if they're public with it yet? So, in, in, including myself, we have several, uh, we have several people on, on our, I don't, I don't, I'm not calling it a board. It's just our, our core group that meets and talks about this and, and, and gives each other advice um, that are, are public officials, that are elected public officials. I know of three and I, there may be more that I'm not thinking of um, that's in our group. But, yeah, uh, our state representative has signed the petition. He said he would like for the parish to be able to choose uh, which direction they want to go. And that's typically everywhere you go, every politician will say that. They want the people to be able to decide. I mean, that's who put them in office. They want the people to have the decision, and they think the people are smart enough to do it. Um, and I'm assuming there has been others that have signed it. That I just haven't read every name. We have we have you know, a, a lot of the names that are in, a lot of the petitions that are in the office, and uh, I just haven't looked at them all. And we've got probably 700 more signatures out there that I need to collect this week. So, 
if I'm understanding correctly, the uh, the petition itself, if there's enough signatures, that petition will not overthrow our police jury and all. day one is going to start this new system of governing. Not at all. That's just to get it to be able to elect someone to write a charter and then vote on the charter. And we can right. always vote that down however long that process is and still end up with what we have currently. Right. Exactly. Right. So, so the, and, and, and if, if the police jury would appoint a committee and this is a non-paid committee, if the police jury would appoint them, it would cost the voters nothing. It would cost the taxpayers zero to look at this. Now, if we have to go through this process with the petition, then we're gonna. The police jury has to pay for an election to elect commissioners, which is somewhat costly. And it's gonna if if it's gonna happen anyway. I don't see why they wouldn't want to uh, appoint commissioners to get this done. But that's up to them. That's that's their choice. So what what are some of the things you're hearing maybe from the police jury members, um, the ones that are opposed to it? Um, what 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 are what's their perspective? Why do they not? I'm just trying to get uh, yeah. like all of the pros, all of the cons. You know where. And let the Vols Parish people right. decide where they can feel comfortable. And, and I can go over a few of those because they were printed in sure. the paper. So I'm not making this up. You know, right. This is this was uh, the police jury president writes a weekly report, and I, I read it every week. And uh, some of the concerns, and I have them. I've, I've put rebuttals to two of them, and they're on uh, they're on our Facebook page called "We the People of Avoyles Parish." Not "We the People of Avoyles." I got to add "parish" on the end. The picture is going to be sign the petition when you go to it. So you can read those rebuttals to that, but I'll talk about a couple of them. Uh, one of them has been that uh, why would we want to put so much power in one person's hands to be president of the police jury? And my rebuttal to that is simply, do you disagree that we should have mayors in every town in America? Do you think we should drop all the mayors right now? There should be nobody running that running those cities. The, the council should meet once a month to run those those towns obviously that's ridiculous right so i don't think it would be too much power it would have balanced the power out between the legislative and executive branch so that's kind of the answer to that and like i said you have to have a little bit of a civics background to understand that uh, another one was that the, the, the absorbent pay that the parish president would be making which i've already covered that uh, we don't know what the parish president would be making until it's written uh the parish president in Point Capi makes $65,000 a year. He's a retired engineer. He's built roads his whole life. Um, he's happy with that. I imagine Avoyles would have s probably something similar. Um, another, another question that they had was, let's see, I just had it in my head. I have them pulled up here. Uh, okay. the, the viewers can see it. There's, um, will there still be nine districts? We talked about that. Will the president have too much power? You just addressed that. Uh, will this type of local government change our permit system, road conditions, garbage contract, revenues, OEP, courthouse, court system? And, and I just think uh, the full-time management of an elected official over those departments can only increase their efficiency rather than somebody who's not there every day. And that's, that's, that was kind of my answer to that. Another one, which I, I want to touch on... Um, is uh, it's been said that this would reduce the minority influence in the parish. And I, I, I really want to try to explain this where it can be understood because that's actually not true at all. So right now we have nine districts, right? And we have three majority-minority districts. 
Um, if there's a controversial issue, normally you're going to have the three minority districts and one of the majority districts vote one way and five the other, if it's controversial. So that's a five to four vote, right? And I'm not going to say what the, it could be anything. I, I, it doesn't matter what it is. So let's say you had that controversial vote, five to four. The minority minority districts and, and the one that, that, that was that probably side with them loses. They would lose that. It would be over at that point, right? Right. That, that minor, those minority districts would lose it. Well, under a parish president council, that issue, once, once, it's, once it's gone, would go, would go to, the, once it's passed, would go to the president. Well, the president, he or she, has a 35% minority population in a Vols Parish. They essentially need a portion of those 35% votes to win another election, to win their next election. Without that, they could win, but I guarantee you another candidate is going to come along who has the sympathy of the majority-minority districts, and they're going to get those votes, and they're going to get over 50% of that vote. So if that president, every time there's a controversial decision, votes against the majority-minority districts, they will not stay in office. They just won't. They'll get voted out. Another person will come along and be elected who does sympathize with the minority districts. And that's just that's simple political science. Now, what, the, what, what, what Kirby is saying and what, what some of the other people are saying is that we don't want this because a black could never be elected president of the, of the police jury if this happens. I, I, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. But even if that were true, even if it were true, then you still have that influence of those 35% of voters, which a parish president needs a good portion of to win. To win that election, he needs a good portion of that. So just by default, having this system puts more power in the hands of the minority districts than they have right now. Does that make sense? Yeah, so you're saying, I mean, you can see it every day in uh, in the national politics or whatever. You know, you have to, you know, presidents and or uh, candidates, should I say, they're campaigning and with this minority group or that group or this group, you know, you can't just, um, you, you have to, you need the votes. You right. know, you, you can't win if you don't get X, X percent of the minority vote. So by this way, it would, I guess, make them matter more is what you're saying. Uh, not only because of votes, it will make the elected president, let's say, pay attention more he would, he to would, these. And he would not get, have to uh, necessarily... He wouldn't have to cater to them, but right. he would certainly have to keep that yeah, in they mind. They would have when to be every bit vote. right. They would have to be everyone would have to be every bit as inclusive, right, as the next group. Because right now you just have your districts, and the three of them are majority minority, and those will usually usually elect somebody who is of color. But there's also in the other six districts, there's minorities that live there, and they vote too, and they would vote for the president too, and he he would have to have he would have to have their ear. Right, you you. It it would it would have to be included to uh. It have to be focused on it. Have to be equally because yeah. um, you need the votes from it, like you said. You yeah, have and to I get just, the votes. I, I can only say that that would increase minority influence with within the parish under that system. Whether whether a black could be elected to that position or not, it increases that influence. I believe, uh, uh my opinion. I believe the right candidate. I think nowadays, in general, people are voting more for um, the candidate and not necessarily for race. I mean, we elected Obama and sure. and everything. I think the right person comes along, you know, right character and stuff. I think anybody could be elected. I just won my uh, election in a minority-majority district. 
Oh, really? Oh, and congratulations, by the way. Is, is this the first office you've ever ran for? Definitely. I retired about seven years ago, and I uh, went back to school and finished a Ph.D. and uh, became interested in local politics and especially local education because that's what I do now. Right. I'm a college professor, so that's, that's why I ran for that. But I did run, and it, it was 53.8% majority-minority in that district, and I went from house to house, and I won uh, handily with 63% of the vote. And I think the people realized that you don't, you don't have to be a certain color to champion a cause. I don't have to be a drug addict to, to, to champion a cause to, you know, to fight to help people get off drugs. I don't have to be a Holocaust survivor to fight to make people believe that the Holocaust existed. I don't have to be black to fight for the rights of black people. I just, you just don't. And I, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. And, and I think that resonated with the voters, and that's, I, I attribute that to me winning. So... So now it's fair to say you are officially a politician. Since I guess, you're yeah. Seat. Uh, uh, Maybe not for long. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, you know there are going to be people that are going to ask, the only reason this is being created so that you, you are planning on running for president of it or whatever, or are you planning on running for I that position? I can tell you definitely I'm not. In fact, I would like to be on the commission that helps write the charter. As an academic writer, I think I could help. I could put, put my two cents in and help it. The people who are on the commission – cannot run for one of the offices they create. So the people on the commission do not get paid, and they cannot run for either council or president. So it's, you're not doing it for personal gains? No, this, there, no, there's no, I'm not gaining anything from this except that my children and grandchildren may live in a better place that, that, that thrives later on when I'm gone. Right. Uh, Jay, so how did this all come about? So here we are with the petitions and this talk. It's, it seemed like you all are gaining steam, and, and you, you seem like the – on the forefront, I guess, sort of in charge, pushing it. Uh, you're on the face group page and everything, which we were the viewers were seeing it uh, earlier. Uh, how did this come to be? How did it start? How did you become so involved? Uh, what, so, so how did it go? In 2016, there was a push to do this. Uh, the, the, the current chairman and co-chairman, Glenn Gudo and Jesse Lashney, pushed to do this, and they got five or 600 signatures, and they really didn't have a base of support for it at the time. Nobody was really helping them. Um, but it's been in the background ever since wanting to make a change. Um, we've seen that in Baton Rouge, these parishes that have presidents go and lobby for their parishes and they get, they get money for them and they get projects for them. Uh, I recently conducted a focus group, a political focus group with some members of the parish who were adamant that they wanted to try to get this done again, to change the way we do business in Avoyles, to, to change the, the old, the old system to a newer one, not necessarily to change the people. This is not against the, the the men of the police jury. This is against the system that is uh, antiquated and needs needs revamping. But um, so with it kind of really came to a head with this last year's tax proposal that the police jury put on the ballot. And come to find out, there was I mean, there was not a full time man there to be responsible for man or woman to be responsible for making sure these numbers were right. And it it can I won't go through the process of how it came out that the numbers weren't right. But we were, we were kind of hoodwinked with this, and we ended up voting against it after the public realized that the numbers that, that the police jury said were there were not there. They were something else, and we were being overtaxed. So it, it kind of the group old group kind of got back together, and I'm, I'm helping them with it. And we have a bunch of new members who are helping out, people from all over the parish, uh, people with influence, people who know people that can talk and explain this um, to get this petition signed just so we can see – what we can do. We can see what can be different. And that's kind of how it got started this time, or restarted, let me say. 
Right. I had uh, I had had Kirby on. Uh, I call him Coach Raw. He's been our coach from um, in high school and everything else to uh, to talk about the taxes and stuff. And again, it was a an unbiased setting, just like this. I'm not. Uh, I want you to get your message out. And sure. same same as that. I, um, until he came, he gave his side of the argument and and everything else. And uh, if he or someone else who opposes it would want to come on the program, if y'all are watching this, I'd be more than happy to have a fair uh, discussion. You know, bring your your cons against it because that's uh, all all I want as a citizen and also as a podcast host is just to have fair and balanced. You know, uh, the the name of the podcast is the other side. Okay, so we like getting the other side, some things that you may not know about, that you may not be popular. So we want to get all the information from from all sides to uh, and let the let the people of the parish, you know, vote for it and make their decisions. So uh, if anybody would want to come on to discuss, that would that would be great. Um, I heard a saying the other day. I was in some training, and they said uh, we can disagree on something without both of us having to be right. Right, and I think that would be kind of kind of what we would do if we would do that. We would uh, mm-hmm. we we can disagree on it, and right, both of yeah. us don't have to be right. We can uh, we can be partially right, partially wrong, or whatever. But no, I I I love uh, I love Kirby. He's a friend of mine. We've been friends for many many years. We just happen to disagree on this one issue, and at the end of the day, I'll, I'll definitely still be friends with him. It's nothing. It's not that personal at all. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's the same as uh, you know here in this podcast. You know, uh, I'm not one of these that are. Uh, you know, hardcore journalists or anything. I'm just a citizen. Just I'm just a guy. That's right. And I just want to, I want this platform to give way to information just like we're doing. You know, no one really reads the paper anymore. Uh, people are really doing podcasts. Personally, I do. You can listen to it while you're driving. It's just a conversation we're having back and forth. There's nothing intense. There's, right. you know, it's a pretty comfortable setting. Um, Jay, is there anything else you would like to add? I'm, is there any other of those cons that you had in front of you or, 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 or questions that I can clarify? I don't, I don't know if we were done with that yet. Oh, let's see. I think we... Um... Oh, I, I, I do remember one uh, that I was thinking of. In the paper uh, last week, Kirby put that, that there'd be no need for a treasurer anymore and no need for a, uh, for a manager, you know, parish manager on the road. I don't know if that's necessarily true, Uh I think you definitely need a treasurer. But anyway, it, when, when those things are put in the paper and, and they're written like that, it's it's nonsensical because, as I've said many times, the charter hasn't been written. We don't know that. The, it's almost like a scare tactic to say, you're going to lose these positions. You're going to lose your job if you support this. We're going to have to pay too much. It's all going to be bad for us. When we don't know yet, the petition is not to make that change. The petition is to let us see what that change will be. Any, anything else? Uh, to me, it seemed like a treasurer would be something you know kind of a necessity you know sure. it wouldn't i guess it would have to be written before we could see what's right. not to sound like nancy pelosi and say let's pass it to see what's in it or anything no, no, but we won't pass we, it uh, we'll yeah, look we at it to, then we'll pass it yeah we have to do it the right or way not. see what's in it and then decide if we pass it or not and i, I may vote against it if it's, if it's written and i don't like it and i don't think it's good for the parish i'm not saying I'm, i'd vote for it right now because it hasn't been written there's no way to to know right I'm trying to go back to those questions. It looks like that was all of them, but uh, if we click here, there's a uh, let's see. And hey, look, if anybody wants some more information, and uh, we have about at the at, as of today, we had we have a little over 1,500 members on, on the Facebook page. 
Uh, if anybody wants some more information, you can scroll through that. And there's videos, and there's writings, and there's it, there's people asking questions, and it it, it it's a complicated process uh, that may take a little while for everybody to understand. And that's kind of our our uh, our challenge with getting this signed is you can't spend 45 minutes explaining to everybody like I've done to you. It would take right. you forever. So we have a group of core members that are going out, and they're explaining to as many people as they can, and then they're getting other people to take a blank sheet and get it signed. So if anybody wants to join the group and wants to help out and wants to see what could be, you know, they can, they can contact me on the group, and we'll get, them a, uh, we'll get them some blank sheets, and they can get them signed. Uh, do you have the list on there of the current businesses that, we, that uh, have blank petitions? Let's see. Should be one of the we, last things I posted. All right. Let me go back to here. So you can go almost in any town. There's a business that's open all day that will have a blank petition for you to sign. Looks like there's Dubrock Tire. Dubrock and Tire and Bunky is uh is the old Gill's Body Shop. It's behind behind the chicken place back there. And I'm trying to see it here. Um, okay, yeah, there. What's the um? You can't see what this uh, doesn't have a name for this picture here. It should yeah, but there should be a list I just put on there, like a list in a list. Right. Oh, I got I got I know I texted them to somebody. I'm so. scrolling through and I'm not. Okay, not I got the current it. locations here. Um, so we got Don's Pharmacave on Tunica. That's right across from uh, Panorama Foods, mm -hmm. right? Right. We have Stevens Restaurant on Tunica. That's that seafood restaurant, the crawfish restaurant, uh, where the old Sonic was. We have Carrie's on Highway One. You can walk in there and ask Carrie. Uh, you can talk to Carrie about his uh, his time in Allen Parish. When how, they, how far down did you scroll? I'm I'm way down. I'm seeing like bits and pieces. It should have been first. Look, it should list. It should look like that. That's kind of what I copied and pasted to it. Should be one of the last ones. I, last ones I post. I can't open my Facebook with the signal here. There are current locations. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I got to click on see more. Yeah, yeah, okay. I got it right here pulled up so they can see. I wanted them to, uh, instead of hearing it, they can see it. Right. You know, or they I can at least follow it while, while you're right. saying if you want to introduce. So we got carries on Highway 1 and uh, uh, Mr. Dozot in there has had dealings with this type of system in Allen Parish when he was there and he can tell you the benefits of it from when he was in Allen Parish and how how he all of a sudden got things done with drainage that he could never get done before when they had the police jury system. Uh, we got the Red River Farm Supply. You can go talk to Mr. Kim Wiley in there. He can he he'll talk to you about it. That's uh that's near uh near the school yeah, Lafargue. Just, just past Lafargue on the right. right. And just recently uh Lolo's Naturals, Mr. Blood, I think, uh texted me and we'll we'll have some blank petitions there. That's in Bunky across from the uh the car dealership. Uh, Bayou Express in Cottonport now has blank petitions. Uh, I think the guy's name is Larry. He has a sign out front that says sign the petition. And I have an office across from Jenny Claire's in Mansura, 8373. It's where I, where I do my consulting from and where I do my teaching from a lot of. Um, so if you see me there, I'm not always there. I'm at places like this. But if I'm there, you can stop and have a cup of coffee and we can sign the petition. Uh, we need locations in places like Mooraville, Plosheville, maybe another one in Cottonport, Fifth Ward, Bruyette, and Simsport. So if you're... If you're a business owner or you know a business owner who, who wants to let the public see uh, what a charter would look like, we can we can drop you off a blank one. We'll drop you off a clipboard like this, and you can just keep it behind the desk there. When somebody comes in asking to sign, you can let them sign. And, of course, you can share this podcast with all of your buddies, and um, anyone has questions, hopefully we 
hopefully somewhere in this podcast it might be an answer for your right. for your question and if not you can certainly ask it on facebook and I'll, I'll i'll collect the questions and answer them the best i can so if someone messages you direct do you you are yeah. able to respond i within typically a, respond pretty quickly unless i'm in the middle of something but i typically respond quickly okay you have anything else jay Man, I don't think so. I'm sure we're missing something. Yeah, I'm but, pretty sure uh, as soon as this ends, we'll, yeah, be, we'll like, be oh, thinking dang. of something. You know? mm-hmm. but no, I just want I just want your listeners to know that uh, you know there, there may be a better way, and I, I want to see it. A lot of people want to see it. Um, it. It's 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 not an us against them. It's an us helping them to be a better us and them, which is what I put in the paper last week. So it's not supposed to be adversarial. Uh, this is supposed to be a, a legislative process or a. Uh, community process that goes on to create a legislative process and i'd advise you to look into it yourself go online and do a search on it and and read uh i'm sure there's there's cons there's cons to everything this is a slow process it's not going to happen overnight uh and even when it does happen it's not going to show the benefit right away like i said it may be 12 16 years from now to see really good benefit from this but i think the economic growth the uh the growth in the way the way we do business here in Avoils, the way we conduct our politics is going to change. I think it's already changing, and I think this will make it better, um, just from my standpoint. So just go have a look and, and see what you think. Yeah, here in Avoils Parish, we uh, there's not a whole lot. Of, we don't have a, uh, all we have is a radio station, a newspaper. You know, there's not like a TV or something. And a lot of people, myself included, you know, I'm part of the, part of the, the parish you know with uh, information sometimes is oh well i don't want to know and so i'll try to stay informed myself a lot of people call and ask me well how do i vote for these amendments or, or th- those or how do we sure. do this so that's and they why want I, an unbiased look at it they don't want somebody to tell them what to do right they yeah wanna, they want to make their own decision based on information exactly and this is a, a perfect time they can sit down and listen to this and this podcast and, and is awesome man I'm, I'm a fan now i'll be listening and I'm, I'll, I'll pass it on to my friends and kids and whoever whoever wants to listen for sure i sure appreciate it well jay i sure appreciate you coming on the program i think it was very helpful and informative um i think it'll be shared and um good luck with your um getting your message out and everything and uh we'll we'll touch back up maybe in a few months or or whenever or if there's some kind of new change or something just contact me we can schedule you on the program cool and we can do that all right everyone well there you have it mr jay Caligari. 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 Uh, thank you all for watching. Thanks for tuning in to the other side. I wanna be the